Welcome everyone. It is 3 p.m. and it's time for the server room show. This is episode 52. Now we are back in business. There is no rebroadcast of uh, previous uh, episodes, which I forgot to air. I hope you all enjoyed the episode 50, which was a special episode, an interview with Dr. Marshall Kirk McCusick. It was really a lot of joy for me to to be able to make it and uh, finally last Saturday be able to wear it for for you all and today we are back to as I mentioned business as usual so let's talk about uh, today about Kodi and the rest Kodi belongs to the category of these media servers media centers the thing is that uh, depends on how you how you how vaguely you take this category you will see that either a lot or a little fits into into what is a media server and a media center by definition a media server is a device that simply stores and shares uh, media this definition however like i said is uh, pretty vague and can allow several different devices to be called uh, media servers it may be a nas drive a home theater PC running perhaps these age-old Windows XP Media Center edition, uh, Media Portal or My TV, which um, two of the media servers we will talk about today, or uh, perhaps a commercial web server that hosts uh, media for a large website. In a home setting, a media server acts as an aggregator of information those information to be video, audio, photos, it could be even maybe ebooks. These different types of media, uh, whether they originated on DVD, CD, Blu-ray, digital camera, or, or maybe even in a physical form, are stored on the media service uh, hard drive, most uh, often than not. Access to these is then available from a central location it may also be used to run special applications that allow the users to access the media from remote location via the internet uh, from outside uh, of the home. Uh, it is very typical with those um, aforementioned uh, NAS devices, which comes uh, pretty well equipped and fit pretty well equipped, and uh, the users can uh, easily configure uh, out of the box with the help of a, a kind of like a wizard to to make it available um, outside from their home when they are uh, out and about and they can connect back to the to this NAS and um, access their photos on, on what photos or, or other multimedia content with the help of the additional applications for for these NAS devices it's very typical it's very easy to set up and uh, both the two big brands, uh, QNAP and Synology, both are um, helping you to do this with step-by-step uh, -step, uh, wizards or, or additional applications. It's, it's good if you want to do it and uh, you don't want to suffer setting it up, then perhaps a NAS uh, device could be the best for, for this scenario. So in the title, Kodi refers to one of the main and most well-known media media server or media center solution uh, definitely one of the most famous and uh, pretty much 
nearly the the well the oldest because because you will see why why in the media server category it's uh, it's the oldest one initially released at 2002 as uh, xbox media player and from 2003 as xbox media center and of course today known as Kodi is one of the best known and used media center solutions um, on a multi-platform for home theater PC applications. It is highly customizable, which is one of its most important feature. You can customize its look via skins and extend its capabilities via plugins uh, way beyond what you might imagine that uh, that you could you could do with Kodi. It can support uh, live TV via TV tuner cards or uh, to be as an IPTV player, uh, you can do DVR, digital video recording uh, with it, uh, recording your shows like those old, older uh, TiVo uh, set-top boxes. It can have e EPG functionality, hand-in-hand uh, -hand with those EP uh, IPTV uh, player um, capabilities, so you can uh, you can see the electronic program guide and to see what's going on on, uh, on the channels and what to what to watch next uh, it pretty much exactly the same like on uh, on any other uh, set the box it's it's great with uh, with the uh, greatly integrated with this iptv uh, player uh, functionality and uh, actually this iptv player and dpg uh, capability is uh, the one, pretty much the one feature I miss from Kodi's uh, number one rival for for myself, the the one I use, uh, Plex. That's the feature they they don't have. Uh, Plex doesn't have it, and I would really love to see um, them to acquire that feature, uh, Plex. But uh, you probably will see uh, the reason behind that. Plex uh, doesn't do it is that he doesn't want to get into into certain uh, headaches Kodi, Kodi is having. In theory, uh, there used to be uh, a way to to add plugins to to Plex, um, the number one uh, um, competitor to Kodi, but uh, cleverly, I think around 2018 and 19, I have it somewhere in the show notes, uh, Plex uh, removed this capability and uh, you will see that uh, there is a new way to do it uh, now in Plex. Uh, I will talk about when when we uh, discuss Plex, but uh, it is not the same feeling like with Kodi. It's not like that you feel uh, that it's naturally part of the of the application or integrated into into the core of the application. And personally, I. I, I miss that from from Plex and the reason I, I like Kodi that uh, if I need that particular feature it's there and it's uh, it's tightly integrated into into the core. The Kodi can also handle your music library and uh, photo collection like many uh, other alternatives we will see today but its real power is not in what the other alternatives also do but uh, the one they do not and that is the one single feature which makes Kodi uh, the perfect choice which cannot be replaced uh, with anything else uh, only if uh, you depend on this and you, you, you need it I mean if you are not happy with 
and the rest of the alternatives, the way they are or what they do out of the box. But one of the main issues for me with uh, Kodi that uh, out of the box it's a standalone application and uh, not in a type or a, or a nature of a client server uh, type of, uh, of, of architecture. Because, for example, if you look at uh, the alternatives we will see today, like Plex or Ambi or uh, Jellyfin, uh, they have in their nature that uh, they have this one main application called uh, the media server, and uh, you interact with uh, with the uh, appropriate uh, client applications uh, with the server. So you can access it from your mobile or whatnot. And uh, however, with uh, additional work and configuration, it can be done that uh, Kodi's catalog, uh, or, or you can call it library sharing, to be shared with another Kodi client, uh, kind of like a UPnP server. Uh, and the same goes for centralized database for multiple clients. I left a link in a show note about an article from 2015. Uh, I, I hope it's uh, still relevant today. While it can be done, uh, as you see, it's not an out-of-the-box experience like with uh, with uh, those other applications. Kodi, in this sense, is still uh, standalone, uh, out-of-the-box, and it's meant to be used on, on that piece of equipment you, you install it on. So let's say you put it on your desktop computer and uh, you set it up and everything is working and, and uh, yeah, that's the... That's the that's the piece of device you're supposed to use with uh, with Kodi. If you want to use that already pre-configured uh, Kodi with something else, you you see, as I mentioned, you have to go through additional uh, steps of hurdle, while with uh, alternatives like Plex and MB and Jellyfin, you set up the central uh, server and you go along and pick any any device you want, being it mobile or a tablet or another laptop, and you can just uh, immediately start uh, enjoying the content on, on whichever device you pick up and uh, you don't need to do any, any additional work apart from installing the uh, compatible client uh, application on, on that particular device, but, uh, but nothing of such exists for uh, for Kodi, I mean in a sense of uh, simplicity. However, uh, however, Kodi's real power is in its uh, add-on and extensible nature through plugins, which is also why it receives a lot of negative uh, press regarding uh, being a safe haven for illegally streamed uh, live TV content, like movies or TV shows or pay-per-view sport events. Um, pretty much like uh, popcorn TV application where you can watch movies and, and series. Uh, the same goes with uh, Kodi, but for uh, for the live TV or, or the li live televised content, uh, so to say, so you can uh, use it for to, to watch uh, IPTV from, from other countries uh, for free. And uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't really sits well with uh, with everyone as you might imagine via its third-party add-ons Kodi can be extended therefore with a broad source of content uh, I just mentioned live sports live tv channels with the help of IPTV uh, movies and tv shows in the nature of video on demand 
uh, SOAP plugins like uh, similar like Popcorn TV, uh, the standalone application, uh, the same uh, content or functionality can be can be reached with uh, with Kodi. Uh, but also, uh, it's important to mention that also legal uh, content uh, is is available for you through the the plugins or the likes. Uh, I mean, Spotify, uh, uh, Tidal, uh, Amazon Prime, Netflix. Uh, or, or I could even say YouTube, or you can uh, you can listen to podcasts or or internet radio. So, Kodi is not uh, about and only uh, of uh, illegal content. It's uh, pretty much when we discussed in the episode of uh, GitHub alternatives to GitHub. It gets down to the individual uh, what you do with a with a piece of application. I mean. Uh, in this sense, you take uh, an application like LibreOffice and you could uh, use it to write uh, a manual how to do some terrible things or how to how to cause damage to people. Does it make uh, LibreOffice uh, a bad application and should we get rid of it? No, I mean, it always lies with the, with the individual. However, it is uh, a laborious job. Uh, constantly being on top of uh, which add-on or sources or as Kodi calls them repositories uh, work and which got defunct for uh, for for the task over the period of time it requires uh, an enormous effort of uh, constant reading on websites and forums and articles to see uh, which sources works which sources uh, doesn't so it's not a set up once and uh, forget kind of approach. And uh, as always, what, what works today might not work tomorrow. Some third party add-ons are not, not free, but uh, paid. Uh, these mainly coupled with uh, IPTV subscriptions, which I'm not sure anyone would uh, need with the tons of sources out there for uh, free IPTV and uh, other free add-ons. Uh, for example, for Kodi, providing you with uh, most of the time with uh, similar or the same content or with the majority of the content. I have to say that as always, IPTV service can uh, stop working from one day to another and there is not a single thing you can do about it. Therefore, the IPTV services or links I tried personally in the past were from reputable sources and with nearly always on a pay monthly basis. So if the service goes away uh, at any moment, I can uh, I can just cut my losses. And worst case scenario, if it goes down on first of the month and it never comes back, I lost uh, 30 days or 31 days worth of uh, worth of my money. So uh, if you are interested in this, uh, personally, I I saw quite a few uh, and had experience with quite a few. Uh, even from AliExpress, you know, you can find reputable buyers and for a fraction of like 10 euros, I could uh, pick up uh, an IPTV uh, package, which uh, I would say works 90% uh, of the time or 95, let's say. But hey, I paid 10 euros and I didn't pay more and I think it was for like six months or um, it was not, not a an amount of money I, I would be afraid to to risk to be honest but there are other sources more reputable which cost more and of course then therefore more reliable you can see a, a screenshot of Kodi on my screen uh, some say that 
out of the box it's pretty plain that's why one of its features is the, to be able to customize it and uh, you can see on this uh, second screenshot with uh, the destiny skin and uh, just one from the many you know you can completely transform the the, the look and feel of Kodi. So now we talked about Kodi, let's talk about alternatives to Kodi. Uh, what I mean alternatives to Kodi in, in the server, uh, the server part, the media server part. And um, Plex, as I mentioned, it's my number one, uh, initially released in 2008, uh, is a client server media player based uh, player, uh, player, media player system based on the same XBMC source code. The Plex Media Server application can be installed on Windows, macOS, Linux, FreeBSD, also on NVIDIA Shield TV, which, uh, which is good, and available also on QNAP and Synology NAS as well. I personally run it on a QNAP NAS, uh, connected directly to a smart TV via HDMI. Uh, the plugin support, support I mentioned, unfortunately, Plex killed it back in 2019, I think it did not want to end up where Kodi uh, is uh, with this constant negative news around this illegal and pirated content uh, streamed via these third-party plugins, which they would have no uh, control over, just like Kodi. And I think uh, Plex took the even the remote possibility out to to be turned into something like Kodi. However, knowingly that it. Uh, would never give it the advantage what Kodi has so if you want to go that way and uh, want to go down that road so to say then uh, pretty much Kodi is one of your uh, your only choice and uh, and it does uh, it does perfectly so even though you have to put effort and everything in it so Plex removed the plugin support in 2019 uh, they probably don't want to end up where where they are. Kodi on their website as of today it's announcing that Kodi uh, in itself as I mentioned it's neither uh, suggesting or, or, or aiding of, uh, of the use of cert, uh, use of uh, illegal uh, or illegal pirated content however they have no they have no control over the third party plugins or what they do so they try to uh, make it clear on their website that the application itself uh, as its core application uh, Kodi and just like Plex they they have nothing to do with this thing uh, or not aiding this kind of behavior Plex went even a step uh, forward as you see and uh, completely killed uh, plugin support the server desktop application organizes uh, video movies and TV shows music and uh, photos from your hard drive or network storage, uh, storage folders and also, for also from online services, podcasts and uh, also Plex uh, from 2019 started to offer free ad-supported video on demand with TV shows and movies from distributors from Crackle, Warner Bros, MGM and the Mall Shine Group, Lionsgate and uh, Legendary, which is, uh, which is great. They also offer live TV channels for free, uh, some of which are quite great, to be honest. Uh, it's nothing of the sort of like this mainstream uh, free-to-air channels. They are 
strange or, or rare. I've never seen them anywhere else. If you do, or if you did, let me know. But uh, I, I only saw them in uh, in uh, Plexis offer. However, if you upgrade to a Plex Pass for $4.99 a month, you can add a compatible uh, HDTV tuner and uh, access even more live TV in your area. And uh, you can also do the DVR, the digital video recording to your hard drive. And uh, like that, you can get all those uh, free to air uh, channels with the help of a, a TV antenna and an HDTV tuner. And, uh, and uh, you can watch them with, uh, with Plex. Plex offers a comprehensive and personalized news uh, experience featuring the most reputable and transferred news sources worldwide through Plex News Hub integrated into, into the Plex uh, dashboard or interface. My only issue with Plex, as I mentioned uh, during when I was talking about Kodi, is the lack of IPTV support built in uh, to the application. And yes, before 2019, when Plex had some kind of a plugin system, it was possible, though I personally never made it to work. Um, I tried, it didn't work, and uh, it was even that didn't work was cumbersome to to have it to the point where it didn't work. And now there is a latest way to make something work. I didn't try, however, myself is to install some additional um, thing on a Docker container to to give somehow IPTV functionality. I left uh, a link in uh, in the show notes. You can check it out yourself. I honestly think IPTV, IPTV support in the day and age of today should be part of Plex. And uh, if I ever look for alternatives, that would be uh, pretty much the only reason, because that's pretty much the only feature I miss uh, from all those. You can see a screenshot of my, my own Plex media server the, the dashboard and uh, yeah you can see that it also does the music part so yeah it's a, it's a really nice application hence it's not having IPTV uh, Plex Pass is uh, starting from 4.99 euros a month you can have a long list of uh, additional perks in Plex my favorite one uh, is one of their latest is uh, called Skip Intro in TV series and it works uh, razor perfect even when the intro is not in the very beginning of the episode, but maybe uh, two minutes down. So, you know, the series starts, two minutes goes on, and then uh, then after two minutes they drop in the, in the intro, and uh, it handles it uh, perfectly, hands down. And uh, it's great, it's, it's exactly the same uh, skip intro feature like, uh, like Net Netflix has. They have uh, other other features as well, Plex DVR, uh, lyrics for songs, mobile sync to be able to download uh, contents for uh, offline um, view, like mu movies, TV shows, your own music, photos, parental controls, parental controls. It has Plex Amp, is a new uh, additional uh, standalone application for most of the platforms including mobiles and tablets it's a uh, it's a beautiful plex uh, music player uh, application uh, it, it also build uh, a radio uh, channel so to say from your own collection on on your plex server uh, music uh, collection it does parametric eq it does fades it does loudness leveling in between songs 
uh, it's it's great i i tried it and it's uh, it looks very proper you can also get uh, discount and tiddle subscription if you are a plex pass subscriber and for me uh, plex is the best alternative and the one i use since many years uh, as opposed to as opposed to Kodi. I always think about to build a small Plex server with more transcoding power connected directly to my smart TV and indexing the content from the QNAP NAS uh, where, uh, where my content lives or just go, uh, for example, the option I just mentioned, uh, the NVIDIA Shield TV box route and see how that would stand up as a Plex media server. The funny thing is there that how much the Nvidia Shield TV box costs around the 200 euros for pretty much the same amount of money for like 230 euros you could pick up a GeForce GTX 960 with 4 gigs of RAM which has uh, H.265 support and uh, can do multiple streams uh, even when uh, it need to transcode from let's say 4K to 1080p or, or 720p so put a computer around it and uh, and you you have yourself a plex server with uh, i think way more power than the nvidia shield tv box can do i'm not saying that it's it's not powerful but uh, if we're talking about the same money if you have a computer which you were thinking about turning it to a media center or a, or a plex server then for an additional price of picking up like an nvidia shield tv box you can just put a graphic graphics card in and uh, it has enormous um, encoding powers i left a link in the show notes where you can uh, look up certain nvidia gpus and their plex hardware transcoding performance which can help you make a educated decision which uh, nvidia gpu would be uh, best for you for uh, for for transcoding um, duties for for a plex server uh, Right now, both Content and Plex server, uh, in my case, lives on my QNAP NAS and it connects via the QNAP's HDMI out to the TV, but actually I use it most of the time with my Plex app on the Samsung Smart TV, which goes through the network anyway, so yeah. As you can mount network folders on the Linux server or NVIDIA Shield Pro TV box and make those available for, uh, for Plex server, uh, you can... Uh, you can move your server uh, elsewhere. That's what I wanted to say with that. OSMC, uh, Open Source Media Center, is perhaps uh, another good-looking Kodi alternative that you can find among the score of media centers. It's based upon the same Kodi project but brings a new and modern user interface that is best suited for TVs and large screens. Similar to Kodi, OSMC is also open source and brings the identical tabbed layout UI. However, the UI elements are uh, quite polished and clean as opposed to, to Kodi out of the box. And the best part, best part is that you can even uh, use some of the popular Kodi add-ons on OSMC. OSMC offers its uh, own app store where you can discover new add-ons add and plugins to get content of your uh, preference. It looks quite nice out of the box as you see on my screen. OSMC can play almost all the major media formats out there uh, with a powerful built-in transcoder. Apart from online content, you can also use OSMC as your media center, uh, just like Kodi. You can manage your library, your movies, TV shows, music pictures and more. Best of all, OSMC scraps movie posters and synopses and other relevant information from the web for you. Uh, 
for the media player on SMC is much more cohesive and in control than Kodi, which is an added advantage. It can be installed on a variety of devices or purchase their purpose-built box um, or device for it from their webshop. It can uh, even run on a Raspberry Pi or an Apple TV first generation, which is interesting to know. I will run out of time, I already see that. Media Portal is uh, uh, another uh, typ um, typical media center. The only problem with it that it's uh, unfortunately it's Windows only application. I used it in the past under Windows to handle my uh, then small TV series collection and uh, to watch them I nearly bought uh, a remote control compatible with it which was an MCE remote uh, control st standard compatible. It was around 25 euros and I never bought it because I could not afford it at, uh, at the time. It's uh, another sad story from my life. I watched the entire series Six Feet Under on Media Portal uh, the first time uh, without the remote as I just said. It has great interface mainly based on Kodi, uh, can be themed or as they call it skinned, offers live TV and PVR functionality, personal video recording, music, radio, movies and TV shows and it has this aforementioned integration with remote controls which I nearly bought one uh, if you remember. It, uh, it can look uh, pleasant. Uh, I, I wish it was not uh, Windows only. And I ran out of time, which left me one, two, three, four, five, and the controls and the other things. So right now I don't know what's left of this uh, episode. Should I do a part two or you guys gonna be uh, nice enough to to read it yourself because I had another five things going on plus talking about the remote plus talking about HD um, HDTV tuners so yeah let's make the decision together by next week and I will let you know all have a nice afternoon